so funny to me like richard hammer like it kind of sounds like an indiana jones knockoff which i kind of feel like they were doing yeah but it's also not creative but like yeah it's also not creative which makes sense for this movie yeah yeah i really don't want to talk about this movie I haven't been looking forward to it. I gotta be honest. Yeah. But here we go. Here we go. Welcome to Bad Movie Date Night, the podcast in which we take a serious look at bad films and genre films and hopefully give them the credit that they deserve. I'm Nigel from AJourneyIntoFilm.com and with me is my beautiful wife, Caitlin. Hello, all. And this week, we are talking about the 2007 horror film, Return to House on Haunted Hill. Yay. (laughs) Yeah, yay. (laughs) Directed by Victor Garcia. And written by William Massa. Starring a lot of people that are in small things. Like Amanda Rigetti, Serena Vincent, Eric Palladino, Tom Riley, Andrew Lee Potts, and our favorite, Jeffrey Combs. I w- did not get enough Jeffrey Combs in this movie. Well, they gave him more in this movie than he had in the first one. Yeah, but still. S- He's yeah. much better than just a few flash scenes. Yeah. But he was arguably the best part of this movie. Yeah. Because this is also probably the easiest money that he ever made. I don't think he had a single line in the entire movie. No. He's uh, getting the Mark Hamill dollars. <laughs> <sighs> so this movie joins the ranks of sequels to remakes. And the only one that I could think of off the top of my head was... The thing, because the thing, the original, well, we call it the original thing, but the thing is a remake of The Thing from Another World, and that had a prequel that came out in 2011. The uh, We talked about House of Wax on here. I think we both thought favorably of it, despite yeah. the weird CGI ghosts made of naked ladies at the end. <laughs> and despite the fact that the two characters are literally trapped on the outside of the house with no way of getting down. Mm -hmm. Did we have high hopes going into this movie? No, I don't think I did. I mean, I didn't have high hopes, but I thought it would be better than what it was. That's 
True. I think, you know, we're really bad at this. Because we should have gone out of our way. We should have bought the Blu-ray for it. Oh, that I might have liked this movie more. Because we started this series talking about 13 Ghosts and talking about the gimmick of the glasses. And we should have ended with a Dark Castle movie that had its own gimmick built into the Blu-ray. I'm disappointed in us now. Right. So... For context, nothing in this movie happens. This is a movie of nothing. and But on the Blu-ray and the HD DVD, if you got those back in the day, they had something that I am told is called Navigational Cinema Technology. And it was literally like a choose-your-own-adventure on the movie with almost a 100 different options of things that could change the outcome of scenes or <laughs> movies and stuff. Does it sound more exciting than it probably really <laughs> is? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> but I do know of one scene in particular that would have changed the outcome of the movie. Which scene? So, uh, you know... I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name. The, like, woman mercenary lady. Mm-hmm. And you find out that she's, like, a lesbian, and she makes out with those two ghost girls. Yes. yes. And they, she, like, runs away and gets her face sliced off by Jeffrey Combs. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there is an option for her to, like, the menu would pop up, and they would ask if she would resist the ghosts. And if you said yes, she would survive the whole movie. She wouldn't get her face sliced off. And at the end of the movie, she would find the statue on the beach. I'm so mad that you know that. I'm also mad that I know that, but I'm glad that some kind friend on IMDb posted, shared that in the trivia because I tried to Google op, like the different branches in the story, but I did not have a successful time. And apparently people just don't want to acknowledge that this movie exists. <laughs> I still think we, we should purchase the choose your own adventure. <sighs> Okay, if we do a choose your, if we buy it, we'll come back and we'll re, we'll do a redux. Okay. Of this podcast. Hey, we might like the movie more. Might give it better ratings. Yeah, but then we have to live with the fact that we bought the movie twice. Okay, that's actually really sad. <laughs> right. I said, hey, it's only two dollars more than the rental fee. Maybe if I buy it on iTunes, it'll have the the choose your own adventure aspect oh. of it. <laughs> we were both disappointed. Yes. So despite this movie coming out almost eight years after the original, it takes place like shortly after the first one. Mm-hmm. It, the, uh, like, I think we said this already, but Jeffrey Combs was the only returning cast member from the first one. Mm-hmm. 
they could not even afford to get the original actress who played um, the sister. I don't even remember her name. Mm-mm. They so they had to use like extra footage plus a lookalike for that weird like ghost scene that seemed really out of place. Yeah, they didn't need in that. hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't even know where to begin with this movie because I there's nothing to like about it. It's not it it's this movie falls into the trap of horror movies of over explaining th- like the events of the first one or just over explaining the mystery in general. Mhm. It's like, why were there ghosts haunting this former hospital? I I don't know, but it's creepy. And look, there's evil spirits in there now. Mm-hmm. But then in this one, they're like, oh, there's like an evil statue that corrupted Dr. Vaniket, I, I think. Yeah, was and that at all mentioned in the first one? No. They like yeah, that completely very made weird. it up. It, like, you would think that a more logical story would be how did they get down from the building? <laughs> did right. they win the millions of dollars? Like, like, w- let's explore the actual fallout of what happened there because I feel like while it's a very common story plot of the someone claims something happened to them and then they're crazy and the police in the police don't believe them. They're like, clearly mm-hmm. you murdered all these people mm-hmm. like that. That would have worked very well here instead of let's do an Indiana Jones thing into the house. Yeah. With mercenaries, with evil tre- with yeah. treasure hunters. I, um, I really didn't like how abruptly this movie started with just like those people breaking into her house. This movie felt like it was like an hour long. Cause really? I remember, yeah, we paused it at one point and I was like, we have 30 minutes left in this. Or we had 20 minutes left in the movie and nothing had happened oh, that like people had right. died. Mm-hmm. And I, and like, that's it. Like mm-hmm. there's, I said, how are they going to solve all of this? Mm -hmm. And then would she have like a vision or something? Somehow she was like, oh, yeah, I know where the statue is now. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Even though we have a map, but the bad guy had the map, but he couldn't read the map. Who? Nobody ended up reading the map. They just had this map. Yeah, they had the map, but he was lost. But then he thought that the girl was trying to cheat on him, even though she cheated on the other team <laughs> with him. Right. So like, a, I, I, that's a valid thing. Like, right. I think we're meant to assume that the ghosts are playing with his mind or making him crazy. Uh, uh, what I didn't get that because he just already kind of seemed that way. Yeah, but he was so into like the rational nature of things mm-hmm. that he it's almost like the ghosts were using that against him to try to convince him to that she was crazy i i don't they wanted him to get the statue 
No, they perhaps they didn't want him to get the statue. I think they were oh, because the curse would think break if he left with the statue. Right. Well, okay. That's here is what I don't now understand. I'm very <laughs> the ghosts were trapped there because of the statue. Uh huh. We know that much. We also know that the statue corrupted Vanicut, and that's why he started doing his weird experiments. Right. I think. Right. Yeah. I I came to that same conclusion. Okay. Why then were some of the ghosts crazy and trying to murder them and others were super chill? Like, like the one ghost showed up and was like, let me touch you. And like, because ghosts touch people in this one and they (laughs) see flashbacks of the past. I mean, yeah, but they, I didn't, they only touch the main girl. Well, they all touched people when they were killing them, and they well, saw flashbacks, yeah. but they just were touched. killing them in the process. Right. But just the one guy touched yeah. her to show her where the right. statue was. So I th- think they were helping her? Yeah, but, like, why her? Because they knew that she had a heart of gold. Like, and, and how did her <laughs> sister find out about this? Because there's no mention of this in the first one at all. Mm-mm. And you would think that after living a traumatizing experience, you might want to just not. Right. You would want to forget everything you could about that house. Go to counseling. Like, I don't think that you're the first question that you would ask yourself is, why did those ghosts attack me? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Right. And then, like, why? I just, I just. (laughs) Remember when she leaves the house and then she's like, oh, my boyfriend's not with me. And she says, I'm going to go back in. And the house is like, yeah, let me just open my door for you. Mm -hmm. But no one. She literally walks into the room that all the people are in. Mm -hmm. And. None of them say, how did you get back in? None of them hear the, the, the I door I mean, the, they were up. standing right by the door. Yeah, literally like 20 feet away. I'm also like angry that she went back in there. If that was an option in the DVD disc, build your own adventure, if you will, I would have picked for her not to go back in there. I don't think they would have given that as an option because it's she's a the main choice. character. And no, it's it's not a logical choice. No one in this movie acts logically. This is the kind of horror movie that people point to when they say, why do people do the opposite of what's rational in horror movies? Mm-hmm. And typically you can defend it like, oh, it's adrenaline or, oh, it's hormone. I don't know. Like, you know, people have some kind of rational explanation for it. But in this movie, people do not act rationally. No. No, they do not. There is a reason, I think, that uh, William Massa only wrote one movie. Because <laughs> he didn't know how to write. Right. Now, this movie does have a surprising cast of characters, and I will say that most of the acting was not terrible in it. Yeah. 
and almost everybody in the movie has gone on to do something better than this movie. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I like seeing that. It just, I feel bad when actors have to start their careers on something like this. Isn't it like um, a rite of passage, though? Yeah, but then, like, there's the troll twos of the world where people act in it and then, like, they might be decent, but then they can't, they can't even get an audition because people saw Troll 2 and they said, that was a terrible movie. Why would I let you <laughs> audition for this? Right. And I do feel bad for that, those people. So I'm, I'm trying to think, like, okay, so l- what are some things that we can point to in this movie that are, bad that aren't just like pointing out flaws in the story because we're not about that cinema sins film criticism right where we're just shooting for low hanging fruit i'm trying really hard here like i can tell (laughs) i can see it on your face some of the deaths were fun i did like the girl's face being cut off. That was a fun death. The being um, tied up and pulled apart. Also fun. Fun. Yeah. I mean, not fun. Not f- fun for him. Well, no, or but the fun for me to watch. It, but, <laughs> um, and I did like the refrigerator smashing that girl. Oh, that was yeah. pretty funny. You called that. Oh, yeah. Like the second she walked into this room, I said, oh, that, that fridge is going to fall on her. Yeah. Uh, the one guy, he had his stomach ripped out by a hand. And that didn't he get sucked into that hole? In the yeah, wall? I think so. Yeah. However, I will say this movie came out at a time where it was really popular to do CGI effects for gore, uh, which is never good. Um, even in the more recent Mortal Kombat movie, you can tell that they used CGI blood for a lot of the scenes. And I get that it's a video game movie in that case, but it still doesn't look good. It It's never looked good. And Yeah. I, and I don't fault the movie for that, per se, because that was very popular at the time. It was. And because this was direct-to-video, like, obviously they needed to... Uh, Obviously, they needed to cut corners in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I talk about an aesthetic sure. thing that I really liked? Her apartment. I'd live there. Her apartment was so cool in the beginning. Oh, that was like a house. Her house, yeah. Yeah. That was a cool house. That was a cool house. She had like this sweet, like, gorgeous home. And I was like, why would you ever leave that place? Yeah. So I appreciate that. Because she's a workaholic. That's what I never understood. Yeah, that didn't add to the movie. Like, I realize that this is probably a thing in real life. But, like, why did these workaholic people buy these massive fancy houses and then never spend any time there? Right. If I had a big comf house like that. I'd never leave. Oh, I'd never leave. You know, that house the, in The Laughing Woman? Mm-hmm. I'd live there. Yeah. That was nice. That was, I mean, it was super nice. Was it... Murdery? Like, <laughs> was it a little murdery <laughs> and a little weird? Yeah, absolutely. But that doesn't stop it from being comf. <laughs> that right. couch and that fireplace, <laughs> I am here for it. Um... 
I really wish that I had more to say about this movie. Did you like anything in particular? I'm trying to still rack my brain. For I something. literally, I keep saying literally a lot in this podcast. I sound like a white girl. <laughs> I did not care for anything in this movie. I it's very difficult for me to think about this movie and think about anything redeeming about it. This mm-hmm. the story's nonsense. It adds nothing to the original in any way, shape, or form. I don't know why it was made. They had plans to make a, a third one, but this movie did not do well, surprise, mm-hmm. and they did not make the third one. It, it just, it was just a nothing movie that capitalized on, I don't, I don't know what it was trying to capitalize on because, I mean, it's not like the remake was viewed favorably since mm-hmm. it came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, for horror fans, like it's like, it's, it's, fun it's an enjoyable movie it's an interesting take on the source material but like whenever you make a sequel like do something interesting or do something different with the story don't just try to well there there are a lot of different options that you can do with sequels i don't want to say just do something new and interesting right i just feel like the the little medallion that they had to find was kind of like a very weak plot point. So if you're going to have like... The statue thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, if you're going to do a remake, I feel like you should at least have a strong plot point that's going to carry your movie. Yeah, instead of relying on a MacGuffin. Because I feel like a MacGuffin's like a really easy... I don't want to say lazy, but it's like an easy... Just like the rest of this movie, like low-hanging fruit that... Mm-hmm. Not this movie. I said low-hanging fruit in regards to cinema sins. <sighs> I'm all over the place tonight. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is why we shouldn't record on the weeknights. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what I was saying anymore. It just doesn't really contribute anything to it. Mm-hmm. Um. Like and and the thing the other thing that I thought was hilarious is they don't you can tell that they didn't even film this in the same place that they filmed the first one. Mm-hmm. Like I guess that opening hall. I guess the opening hall must have been some kind of set that they had so that they could reshoot that because that looked the same but brighter, and they, but then the rest of it w- looked like it was an el- an asylum and. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that they shot this movie in Bulgaria. Really? Yeah, to hmm. write it off on their taxes. So, <laughs> good job. Oh gosh. Yeah. So it, it's like, it's like even making the movie, they knew that they had nothing, but mm-hmm. they had already moved forward with it. Uh, no surprise here, but Warner Brothers was involved with producing the movie, so. No, no. You know, lots of really intelligent people working over there. Mm-hmm. I do think that some of the actors and actresses kind of had like a nice dynamic with one another. Yeah, see, I don't even agree with that. Like, Well, so I say that in what was the main bad guy's name? Desmond. Desmond. So I feel like 
Desmond definitely portrayed his leadership role well. And his goons were goons. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I'm trying. <laughs> right. But I mean, they're like not very dynamic characters. No, they're, they're definitely like, not dynamic. Everybody characters. in this movie is an archetype of something that they're supposed to be. So like you have yeah. the morning sister, you have the boyfriend question mark. That was a weird relationship. Mm-hmm. You have the teacher who's also like an Indiana Jones type mm-hmm. question mark. And you have the student who thinks he's the bee's knees. You got the double-crossing girl. You got the bad guy, question mark, with his goons. And, like, literally, I I couldn't even tell the difference between them. They had two bald guys, a black bald guy, and then the lesbian. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who this, had her hair pulled back so tight she might as well have been bald. <laughs> this uh, movie might have been better if it served as a cliche for other films. In what way? Like a spoof. Y- yeah. I mean, if this was like a parody of. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Because like, like no one. The second any character shows up on screen you know whether they're going to live or die. Mm-hmm. And right. none, of, none of the deaths are surprising in that regard. No. The ending of the movie is not surprising nope. in that regard. Mm-mm. It was kind of weird to see the teacher fighting with the ghost of Dr. Vaniket. Yes. I didn't understand that, really. Yeah, and like, why in that moment did the ghost... Like, the, the movie makes it seem like there are hundreds of ghosts at any cr- turn that mm-hmm. could kill any of them. Mm-hmm. But they, like, they aren't constantly being attacked. Right. There's just no explanation for why things are the way that they are. No. Even though this movie is trying to explain why things are the way <laughs> they are. <laughs> there was a lot of exposition in this movie. But, like, also, like, not enough exposition. Right. The story didn't make sense, but the characters felt the need to say everything that they were doing. Right. Rather than just, like, watching the guy pull out his map, he's like, I'm pulling out my map. I'm going to look for where the medallion thingy is. Right. I just... You know what was uh, kind of a creepy scene, though? That pool scene with all the ghosts... That were, like, floating in the pool? Yeah. That would scare me. I guess, like, if it was actually happening. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like the more I talk about this movie. I know. I feel like you're just being like, what? We should not have done this movie. Oh, I super regret doing this movie. <laughs> I We I we could have watched Thanksgiving over watch this again. I don't know about that. I just... It's like the more I talk about it, the more I forget that was in the movie, and the more... It just seems meaningless. Mm-hmm. I think this might be one of like two movies I regret watching in my entire life. Yeah. Right up there with Winchester. <laughs> Don't remember that one. It's the only movie we saw in the theater that I ever actually wanted to walk out of. <laughs> and somehow I convinced myself to stay because I paid for it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 
I think the biggest error of this movie was its lack of story. I was I thought you were gonna say the biggest error of this movie was existing. <laughs> well, lack of story existing, same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you finding anything interesting? I know you've been Googling this whole time. I have been trying to like figure out like what this movie is about because I know I forgot that we were recording tonight. And I honestly, we watched too many movies in between this and recording. And so then I was like, let me just pull up Wikipedia cliff notes here and see what this movie was about. But it's not really helping me because I don't think Wikipedia knows what this movie was about. <laughs> No. <laughs> the summaries that people post on Wikipedia <laughs> are hit or miss at best. But to be fair, I don't think it's the people's fault who wrote this. No, because they're <laughs> they're edited by people. No, no, no. I mean like the movie itself. Oh, yeah, I guess you know, th- the movie <laughs> They did the be best blamed. they could. <sighs> Somehow this movie has a 43 on Rotten Tomatoes. I would love to know why. What are people saying about these movies? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm almost wondering if we should just stop where we are, go watch the the navigational one and see if we have any different <laughs> thoughts about this movie. Well, no. Now you're making me not want to watch the navigational one either. But at least that we could like Do you think it like would end faster if you just like cl- click choices to get them out of there no because it's gonna pop up with stupid things like (laughs) i feel like it would take longer to watch it Mm -hmm. instead of feeling like an hour it'll feel like an hour and a half that was a joke because this movie's an hour and 20 minutes on its (laughs) own but it feels like an hour yeah i mean that's that is one positive is it it moves briskly that it does uh it just in the amount of time that it's moving, nothing happens. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like I said, when we paused it and we had 20 minutes left, I said, what have they been doing with their time? Right. Right. I feel like we should talk about the sisters dynamic. Like if you... Okay. So in the movie... She doesn't talk to her sister because she says that her sister's just crazy. And correct. Um Ariel's the sister in this movie. Sarah's the one from the last movie. Right. So Ariel's not talking to Sarah. And then Sarah ends up killing herself. And Except she didn't kill herself. Well, right. But we think she killed herself. And let me ask you a serious question for a second. At any point, did you actually think that she killed herself? No. Okay. <laughs> and the movie wants you to think that, okay? And uh, and now you're trying to lie to our audience and make <laughs> them think that too? And Ariel then gets a package from her sister and decides to explore what is going on. And I just feel like after years of not talking to your sibling, if I got a package from them, I probably would open it and then I would just like throw it away and be like, no, they were into all this weird stuff. I'm not doing that. Yeah, but if they 
I think it like if they killed themselves, I could get like looking through it sentimentally. Like, why would they kill themselves? Because but it, why would you go back to the same house that made your sister insane? They forced her to. Oh, that's right. I did forget. It's that. literally <laughs> like within minutes of her opening I the forgot. journal, they kick down her door and say, "You're coming with us." I've yes, I forgot. That. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what movie I can talk about? What? I could talk about The Laughing Woman. <laughs> yeah, should we change the rest of this podcast to talk about The Laughing Woman? Yeah. <laughs> In the you intricacies should... of 70s feminism? <laughs> you should uh, title this podcast House on Haunted Hill slash... <laughs> the laughing woman slash the laughing woman slash horrible bosses too <laughs> yeah so i mean i feel like maybe they had a good story there with the two sisters you know they're estranged mm-hmm. maybe like i i like i totally get like you go through what sarah went through and you're traumatized and you are afraid of living life to the fullest Mm -hmm. and you start obsessing over things in your apartment or something. I don't know. I guess that's a thing that people do when (laughs) they go through traumatic things. It sounds like what people would do. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like a movie thing that someone would do. So like, I get that like maybe they could be estranged because that Ariel's a workaholic. They're separated. So like if she had actually killed herself, Mm-hmm. that could have been a good inciting incident for the rest of the movie. Be yeah. like, why did she kill herself? I got an idea. Okay, so she thinks her sister killed herself. So she meets up with the... Um, how did the professor know her? She He didn't. Did he know the photographer then? Somehow they... Oh, no, 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 no. He did know. His, her sister. The sister. That's right. So he shows up at the apartment and they decide they're going to solve this mystery together. Get rid of the whole gang aspect of it. Just have these people go back to the the house on the hill and just get trapped there again. Right. It would have been a much different story if they just kind of didn't need treasure hunters mm-hmm. evil treasure hunters exactly exactly i mean i guess that like you could need more people but like i i'm sure that the professor wouldn't have a hard time getting people to come along for extra credit mm-hmm. that would be a funny plot point like you know some kids like people are dying i'm just i'm just here for extra credit man <laughs> I just want to raise my grades right yeah like I just feel like there's too many characters, maybe. Right. And, like, the first movie already establishes that the ghosts, I guess, or the house or something can function away from the house. Mm -hmm. So it could just be killing off the people who survived. Right. The first one. Right. You know, doing the things that the house did in the first one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need to throw a statue in there. No. Why do we need an evil statue? And a literal giant heart. Yeah. How have we not talked about right? that? Right. There is a heart of 
the house. Mm-hmm. A literal, a literal heart. <laughs> they they find the hidden tunnel. Walk through the twirly twirly gumdrops or whatever, and the Lincoln Tunnel or whatever, and the, through the crematorium, and they the walls are literally lined with tissue. I guess it it doesn't really look like it. It just kind of looks like, like some kind of fifties sci-fi H.R. Giger <laughs> like Wonderland thing. Yeah. But it's meant to be a heart. Like right. It's from cl- well, they tell us it's supposed to be a heart. Right. From this statue, mm-hmm. somehow flesh, heart tissue was made that crawled around the walls. And there was a literal heart to the house. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I thought that would give us more to talk about than it did. Well, but once you explain it, it just kind of loses all sense of meaning. Well, okay. So, but she threw the medallion. What is it called? Mendoza? Men- Baphomet. Ba- Baphomet at the heart? No, she took it from the heart, the pedestal heart thing. And then she dropped it in the sewer so that it would be swept away. But she tried to do something to the heart. It, t- it it took her a little bit to get the statue off of the thingy thing. Oh, I thought the she pedestal. tried to like hit it or something. Nope. You know what movie I'm thinking of? <laughs> Creature. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't do watch too many movies. You know, I almost said we should talk about Creature instead. <laughs> Because that movie was crazy. It was. Crazier than this movie? Crazier in a... I mean, yeah, because stuff still happened in Creature. Let's talk about Creature for like... Oh, boy. A couple minutes. Creature is a ripoff of Alien. Mm -hmm. Starring Wendy Shaw with like a little bit of Klaus Kinski in it. Mm -hmm. And it... Like, you hear rip off of Alien, and you're like, oh, like, LOL, like, it's an alien movie. Like, no, 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 no. This thing in the shadows is the same shape as the alien. Mm-hmm. It comes from a big pod pod th- egg thing. Mm-hmm. Then there's, like, a weird mind control plot with these crab things. It is crazy. And I will say something that creature did really well that I don't think a lot of movies do is it made you feel like that things were helpless, not helpless. The crew was helpless yeah, and things were hopeless for them. Any, anytime something happened, I said they're screwed because <laughs> not only are they incompetent, but everything around them is breaking. Yeah. But then they just like flew away. Yeah. Because apparently the German ship was better <laughs> than, was not as destroyed as they thought? Question mark. <laughs> you know what it made Return to House on Haunted Hill better? What? Aliens. Like, what if there was a giant alien in the basement? <laughs> and the ghosts were the spirit of dead aliens that had possessed, uh, possessed the inmates at the hospital. <laughs> and that's how Scientology was born. 
Okay, now you're just adding too much to this movie. No. Okay, okay, let's recap. Best course of action, focus on the sisters, get rid of the treasure hunters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know what the teacher would do, actually, now that they're not hunting for a thing. So my joke about mm. extra credit doesn't really make sense. So maybe they, they were just maybe not hunting for anything, just like they wanted to know the history of the house. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe there could be like something inside still, but like, does it need to be a statue right, that made right. everything evil no. and made a giant heart room? Also, like, can't we just have people be evil, evil for evil's sake, not because something was causing them to be evil? No. And it's. I'm glad that you brought that up because this was about the time when that idea started to take off where we couldn't just have people being evil for the sake of being evil. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's not, I'm not saying that it hasn't always been an idea, but this is, I think this is the point in time when things really started to take off with that, especially in horror movies. Mm -hmm. Um, so You know, yeah, it's it's not it's not the house's fault. It's why do you an evil like statue. what was happening in society where we couldn't just allow e- evil to be evil? I think psychology, and we are understanding the complexities of mm. trauma in the inner turmoil. But I mean, even House of Wax in like 1953 kind of understood that a little bit. But then yeah. it's like, no, he's still he's doing objectively bad things and he's fully aware of it. But this was a, it's like they needed to put the blame on something else because how dare we have doctors doing crazy experiments on people. Mm. I feel like if we keep talking about this movie, I'm just going to keep having nothing to say. And I'm still not sure of the plot. That's fine. I don't. <laughs> do we need to get into the plot? No. I think we should just cut our losses and call this a shorter episode. Okay. I'm sorry, everyone. This I'm, is a rough movie. This is a dumb movie. Don't do watch not recommend it. No. It. The Rotten Tomato score is too high. Mm-hmm. The people who liked it should be fired from their jobs as movie critics because that's how Rotten Tomatoes works. Do not recommend you watch this to your friends. No. If Caitlin and I watch the navigational fancy pants version, we will do a follow-up episode, perhaps. And uh, you, we'll, we'll tell you if it, it's worth it then. But on its own, not worth it. F++ or F-. I forgot which one was worse for a second there. <laughs> like... Give this movie all the bad scores. Actually, no. I'll just give it an F instead of an F minus because the actors did the best that they could with what they had. Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed getting to see that Jeffrey Combs smirk, even if I didn't get to hear him talk because he's got a great voice. But don't watch it. Mm-mm. If you're a Jeffrey Holmes completionist, don't watch it. If you uh, just don't. Just do not watch this movie. We did it so that you don't have to. <laughs> Go watch, You're welcome. You're welcome. Go watch Creature or The Laughing Woman and say, hey, thanks, Nigel and Caitlin. 
those were great movie recommendations. We do what we can. Do you have anything else that you want to add? Oh my gosh, no. This movie was so hard to watch. This movie was hard to watch. This podcast was hard to do. I do I just have a dating f- question, though. Oh my gosh, how do you have a dating question? Well, okay, here's my dating question. How long would you have to be in a relationship with someone to go back into a murderous house to save them, question mark? Because she could have just left and called the cops. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't know if I have an answer to that question, but in defense of the girl in the movie, it sounded like they had a long time working flirtation and stuff. So like That's I kind you of get assuming it. that, though. Because they didn't really... Yeah, all we're really told is he likes to look at her butt. Right. So he could just be a creep. Yeah, he could be. I don't. I don't know. I guess. Uh, six I say months. a year. I feel like six months is the minimum to start getting like really serious about things. Yeah. But like a year is like a. It's like I'll a go healthy. back inside for you for if we've been together for a year. Anything less than that? Sorry, but. I'll go call the cops, but I'm not going back inside. Yeah, I'm... Just so you know, I'd go back inside for you, though. I'm glad to know that you would come back for me 12 times then. (laughs) (laughs) We've been together for 12 years. 10... No. I... Why do I always do that? Yeah, it's about 12 years. Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) And... We this year we will have been married for one for longer than we have been have alive. Not been, no, <laughs> we've been alive. Oh no. <laughs> I know what quote's going on Instagram now. Can you cut that out? <laughs> Just nope. edit it. Nope. Because that's how I'm gonna trick people into listening to this episode. <laughs> I'm just going to put, put, we've been married longer than we've been alive, <laughs> question mark. Caitlin, return to House on Haunted Hill. That's how we're going to, we're going to do the old bait and switch on people. <laughs> if you saw that and you just got to this point, congrats. You made it through 40 some minutes of our worst episode ever. Uh, just talking <laughs> just bad for about that joke. <laughs> Oh boy. All right. We need to be done. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I can't. We're going to go watch something good after I this. need to watch something good. Thank you for listening. As always, we encourage you to hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts so you never have to miss an episode. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Journey into Film. And if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash a journey into film. Or head over to Tee Public and check out some sweet merch. Links for those are available in the show notes. Also head over to a journeyintofilm.com and check out some of the cool essays I've been working on. What what? Is that a thing that people still say? Like what what? I think we watched too much Cougar Town. I think we are getting old. Oh <laughs> no. I think once you no longer know the slang, you are old. And as always, never let anyone tell you that a film you enjoy is bad because they're probably wrong. Bye-bye.